0: Hello and welcome to the Amateur Austenite. My name is Frances Duncan. I am an author and the founder of the Jane Austen Society of New Zealand. My very special guest today is my mother Brenda. Hi. And today we are discussing Chapter 7 of Mansfield Park by Jane Austen. An awful lot happens in Chapter 7. Fanny and Edmund talk about Miss Crawford. Then Miss Crawford plays her harp for a week straight for Edmund and they start falling in love which is actually kind of lovely. Edmund starts teaching Miss Crawford how to ride and then she starts borrowing Fanny's horse. So Fanny gets completely neglected and then Edmund beats himself up and Fanny is also feeling not great and ends up with a headache. Mariah is bitchy.
1: In a nutshell, yes. Well, Mariah's the one that feels that she should have the attention as well, isn't she? Also, her beau is not around. He hasn't turned up.
0: So Mariah gets pissed because... Mrs. Grant invites Edmund and Julia to dine at Parsonage, and not Mariah, because Mr. Rushworth was partly expected at the park. So she was annoyed about that, and then he doesn't turn up, and she's extra annoyed.
1: It doesn't take much to annoy her when she's not on the top bill. I think Mariah's actually just kind of a bitch. Hmm. Yeah, it could be. She's probably been totally spoiled, I would say. And then... She has manoeuvred herself to be engaged to one of the men in the area who is of notoriety and has plenty of money or land. She feels herself even more entitled than she ever was.
0: I think the opening conversation is kind of weird. So Fanny and Edmund are talking about Miss Crawford and he's saying, what is your opinion? Fanny's like, I like to hear her talk. She entertains me. She is extremely pretty. I have great pleasure in looking at her. And Edmund's like, but don't you think she did something wrong? She ought not to have spoken of her uncle as she did. And may have this weird sort of back and forth about it, but then Edmund comes up with excuses for Mary. He says, It is the warmth of her respect of her aunt's memory which misleads her. I do not censure her opinions, but there certainly is impropriety in making them public. He
1: also then talks about the aunt, who is obviously not there anymore, that it could be her fault that Miss Crawford... Oh, that's what Fanny says, yeah. Oh, it's Fanny, sorry. She it talks about her uncle like that because she's been brought up more by the aunt than by the aunt, uncle mm. and I feel that maybe it was the aunt that gave her those ideas. He's
0: wanting Fanny's approval... He says, I'm glad you saw it all as I did. After he's like, no, but you're wrong. She's not that bad. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, So the text talks about how Edmund has formed her mind to a certain extent. Therefore, she thinks like him. But they are about to go down different paths. I think it's implying because he's going to fall in love with Miss Crawford. And seeing that Fanny could not follow there. But I think also it's not just the fact that he's falling in love with her, it's that the love is making him blind to so many of her faults that Fanny can still see. That he could see mostly before. But then he argues them away. Yeah. Then there's a week of Miss Crawford playing her harp, for Edmund, and after a week he became to be a good deal in love. And she starts to feel for him too. Even though he was not pleasant by any common rule, he talked no nonsense, he paid no compliments, his opinions were unbending, his attentions tranquil and simple. He's everything that Henry Crawford is not. You just turn Henry Crawford on his head, all of those things. He doesn't He's not pretentious.
1: He's not pretentious in any way.
0: No, he's a genuine person. Hmm. Fanny would love to sneak in and unnoticed to hear the harp. But she's not invited, poor thing. She's surprised, though, that Edmund is not picking up more faults with Miss Crawford. And she doesn't want to point out any of Miss Crawford's remarks, lest it should appear like ill nature. Because she's aware how she feels for Edmund. And therefore she knows she can't say bad stuff about the woman he's currently falling for because it could be seen as jealousy. But no one else is aware of how she feels, so they would probably not view it that way.
1: Is she totally aware of how she feels about him? You don't think that she's aware she's in love with Edmund? She loves him as a friend, but whether she realises that she's gone past that, maybe when she sees him with Miss Crawford. Jealousy brings awakens it here, That awakens her. Miss Crawford wants to learn to ride
0: and Edmund is super excited to teach her. And the first time goes really well but then the second time Fanny is left waiting for the horse and she's worried about appearing rude and impatient. When they're late to meet her she had a great anxiety to avoid the suspicion. Miss Crawford, her apology is ridiculous. Selfishness must always be forgiven, you know. Because there is no hope of a cure. (laughs) Yeah, that
1: really struck me (laughs) as well. (laughs) I'm not going to apologise for being selfish. Yeah, but she said, I've come to make my apologies. Yeah,
0: backhanded apology, yeah. I I like her philosophy a little though. She says, nothing either fatigues me but doing what I do not like. (laughs) And she's sad to leave the horse. And then poor Fanny goes for a ride with the old coachman, who starts praising Miss Crawford as Fanny watches Miss Crawford and Edmund walk
1: away together. It's so sad. Yeah, yeah poor Fanny. She's downtrodden again. And then Miss Crawford slash
0: Edmund borrow Fanny's horse for four days in a row, so Fanny does not get to go and ride her own horse. Okay, technically Edmund's horse, but it's mostly Fanny's. So that Miss Crawford can go riding with the Bertram girls and Edmund. And Henry, presumably, and see the countryside, which is all very lovely for them, but it means that Fanny doesn't get to go horse riding. And it's really been hammered in that Fanny is a little bit weak and horse riding is really important for her as exercise. So she suffers from this. She ends up with a headache and is lying on the couch when Edmund and Julia get back from the fated dinner at the parsonage when Mariah was at home having a fit because she wasn't invited. And Mrs Norris goes off at Fanny.
1: She says you should learn to think of other people. Typical Mrs Norris. Uh, Not looking at the whole picture. Only looking at herself. Fanny always thinks of other people.
0: And then there's like a two-page discussion of what Fanny has been up to this day. Her aunts have been forcing her to do work. She's been out in the sun cutting roses and then walking back and forth across the park because Mrs Norris was too busy to do it. And Mrs Norris obviously knows that she's done wrong because Edmund is questioning her about it and she's pretending to be deaf. I'm talking to Julie. I, don't, I can't hear you. <laughs> I cannot hear you. She's a cunning one, that one. But it ends up with Edmund kicking himself. His own forgetfulness of her was worse than anything which they had done. She had been left four days together without any choice of companions or exercise. She had been feeling neglected and been struggling against discontent and envy for some days past, so she's quite touched that he does eventually realise
1: that he's been a bit of a dick. Yeah, she feels vindicated in a a way, a little. But he could have avoided this happening Mm -hmm.
0: he's a male he's too thinking about enjoying himself and miss crawford having a good time i get miss crawford having never learned to ride though because she's always lived in the city right of course yes but the miss bertrams of course go riding every day so it makes sense then that she'd want to join because they're having fun this was the issue when they talked about getting fanny a new horse mrs morris said You can borrow your cousin's horses, but they rode them every day. They rode them constantly, therefore Fanny was unable to ride them. So that's when Edmund... Got her the horse.
1: Well, it's a little bit of all's well that ends well with Fanny, to a degree. Not totally, but she's obviously feeling a lot better at the end of that chapter than she was during the chapter, because Edmund has taken some notice of her.
0: Does it make up for him neglecting her?
1: Oh, not totally, no. She's just feeling that much better because at least he has taken some notice of her. And she has a bit of a complex as far as her status is concerned. She's happy for anything anybody gives her, really, at times.
0: Any scrap of attention. Yeah,
1: she's the poor cousin.
0: And that is our summary of Chapter 7 of Mansfield Park by Jane Austen. You can find me at FrancisDuncanWrites.com and on Twitter at Francis underscore Duncan. Thank you for listening, and we wish you happy reading. Just popping back in to let you guys know that we have merch now. I haven't actually got merch with my face on it. That seems a little weird to me, but if you really want it, let me know and I'll do that. There's merch of the Jane Austen Society of Aotearoa New Zealand's logo, uh, some Jane Austen merch, and some Pride and Prejudice, heavily Pride focused merch too. It's on Redbubble, and the link is in the notes. Happy buying.